Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Not Without My Sister. I'm Beatrice McCabe. This is the 15th time I've tried to do this intro because my sister, Rosemary McCabe, <sighs> and hi, how to be a professional. And I'll let you know. I'm not a professional. Just giving you some tips. I've already run out of the sentence I was about to complete there, but I was about to say, I have done how many episodes, Rosemary? Because I have no idea. Many. Less than me, anyway. Oh, that wasn't the question. That's the question to who has done more episodes. That's the oh, question sorry. to that's oh, the answer you asked to. who has done more episodes. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> how many have we done, you head wrecker? Uh, I honestly don't know, Beatrice. 140, 137 on the main feed, and then a do lot. I need to go in and check no, this? No, that's yeah, a lot, lot of me listening to you be rude to me and correct me. Oh. And try to upgrade my professionalism. So I'll have you know that I am a professional, and today I'm here to talk about self care. Because we talked about this briefly the other day, and I thought it'd be a really good topic. But at what point, like, so for example, the other day you texted me and you said, I'm really busy, I'm so stressed blah, blah, blah. I'm all for yet another three hour massage. And I thought this one, the life of Riley. (laughs) Can we please? Okay. A couple of months ago, I decided that I would stop going to therapy because I didn't feel like it was serving me. I didn't really feel like it was helping me. And I thought, you know, what would relax me though? A massage. Therapy each week was costing me $80 or $100. A massage, which I'm now doing every six weeks, and I have gone for three. So over the past, what's that? That's what I just said. I think something like your third. Four and a half months, mm-hmm. I've gone for three. No, no, you're like, you, you. it wasn't three hours either. I've gone for three in the last six months, and they're an hour and a half long. So sorry, I just want to clarify that. This is like, Who needs facts? What? Listen, it's the same. The gist is the same. You're constantly at the, you're constantly getting massages. You're constantly being massaged. So basically, yeah, but actually <laughs> I messaged you and I was like, actually, no, I like enjoy it. And then I said, I haven't had a massage for seven years. No wonder I'm so tense in my shoulders back Don't here. Don't fucking pour them out me. You could have gone for a massage at any point. Oh yeah, it's so you're mom. Just, you're just bitching about me now. Who was I talking to? Who was I talking to the other day about a, 
oh, I was I was doing an interview like for a job and this person said, you know, what can you tell me what happened with your last job, et cetera? Oh, that must have been difficult. And I said, oh, yeah. You know, I said, well, I suppose it's the Irish mother in me, like not that I'm an Irish, well, I am an Irish mother, I said, but it's my Irish mother mm-hmm. speaking to me. I said, you know, I suppose I just got on with it. I was like, well, you know, case sera, sera. So like, we have to get on with it. Or let me take that because that's the incorrect phrase. So I was just more like, you know, it is what it is. So we'll have to get on with it, right? <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm just laughing at how serious you were. They were like, let me take that out. That's the incorrect phrase. You know, like, <laughs> people, I mean, I think people would know what you meant. That's by what case you do. That's what you do. You go, let me do that no, again. No, I don't. I No, no, I never say let me do that again. I just do it again. No, you don't. And now next time you point out that next time you say, let me do that again, I am going to absolutely, I'm going to come over there and I'm going to do something really threatening. You know, it's interesting because I am also, well, I have the same Irish mammy as you and I am an Irish mammy, but I hate the word mammy, actually. I don't, I don't ever, I, who was it? I think a lot of people on Instagram are like, are you going to make your kids call you mammy? I'm like, no, I hate the word mammy. I like mom, but I'm, they're all just going to call me mom because we're in America. But anyway, we have the same Irish mammy and I am an Irish mammy. And yet, Beatrice, I do not have this. Well, you just have to get on with it, attitude. I have the I'll be under my covers for six weeks attitude. So what happened? Well, no, I was just thinking about mom, like you chose this, you chose to move there, you chose to take this job, you chose this, you know, it's all about you Mm. chose this. So you chose not to have a massage for seven years. She's correct. Good point. Good point, mom. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So it was a choice. But it made me think about, you know, self-care. And like, even though I made fun of you, I was only joking, even though I made fun of you, I was like, why is it? Why is it? When is it spoiling yourself? And when is it like Mm. self-care? You know, and what is the difference? I was actually thinking about that the other day too, because maybe I was talking about being busy or talking about being stressed or something. And I felt kind of embarrassed that while talking about being busy and being stressed, I had gone for a massage, even though to your point, if I had gone for, if I'd gone to therapy, I wouldn't feel embarrassed. You know what I mean? I wouldn't feel like, oh God, like I'm, you know, I'm too busy. I shouldn't have gone to therapy or like, I can't really complain about being busy and go to therapy when therapy is a different form of self-care, right? I mean, potentially more important or more needed depending on the person and the therapist and the the reason for the therapy blah 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 but you know what I mean though yeah I mean I like going to therapy kind of like I go about every two weeks at the moment maybe every three weeks so like I don't go on a weekly basis but I also feel like sometimes I go oh I'm just going to go in here and talk more about the things and have no solutions and like although I mean I do think my therapist is very solution oriented she's very like, she's very solutions oriented yeah she's very action oriented she's not or not even action she's very logical so she's very much about like let's talk yeah. about the things that you can actually impact or that are real problems and the rest of them like who was I talking with yesterday oh again in this interview they said like how do you what's a bad day look like for you I thought that was an interesting question and I said well not that I mean it's not that I don't have bad days but I also I have very different perspective on it from when I was like in my 20s you know where mm things happened or like I was much less patient and I wouldn't say I'm I'm a paragon of patience now but I do definitely believe 
that this too shall pass, you know, and that if you wait yeah. long enough, like if you have seven problems by Thursday, you might only have two problems because five of them will resolve themselves or turn out to not be as critical as you think they are in the, like before you have all the facts. Well, I was about to say lately, I feel like if on a Monday I have seven problems by Friday, I've forgotten about five of them. Well, that's what I mean. So therefore they weren't, they weren't. <laughs> no, no, no. That, but, but I mean, oh, because you're forgetful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, but it's more like, you know, you think this is a major problem and then somebody else might resolve it or somebody else will say, oh, I did this and that and the other. And you kind of go, okay. Or like by the time the next day has rolled around, you're like, okay, if I put this in perspective, it's a six month problem and not a like fire that I have to put out right now, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Like figuring out, well, I suppose it's kind of the, the same kind of mentality to prioritizing your to-do list, right? Like what's, yeah. a, what's a right now issue? What's a this week issue? And what's a this year issue? Well, and also what's a I have any impact on this issue? Like some things can be really upsetting and mm -hmm. difficult and stressful, but you have zero control over them, which probably makes them more difficult and stressful, etc. But at a certain point you have to go, I mean, I can either agonize about this all day long it'll still be the same problem tomorrow and I can't do anything about it. Or I, I'm can, like, I find that before the idea of like, oh, well, you know, you have a problem and you're maybe meeting with somebody to talk about it. And the idea that like, you'd wait a month, you know, I get a doctor appointment or something you get in a month. I'd be like, oh my God, how am I ever going to wait a month for it? Whereas now I'm like, mm. okay, it's in a month. It'll, it'll swing around before I even know it, you know? Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, listen, I was thinking about that yesterday when I was, because I still haven't, returned my green card forms which I really need to do this weekend like Brandon needs to sign some forms and we need to get a few other extra bits together and I was like it's I was like oh I was I was only in the lawyer last week and it was literally like four weeks ago was it it feels like honestly just yesterday yeah and it was yeah it's like gone the blink of an eye and um, you know you know who we need in our life though who we need the lawyer from Sweet Magnolias played by Fort Wayne native Heather Headley, Heather Headley, because she has great little she like she'd be there in the corner going, you know, the alternative like a different version of God grant me the serenity to uh, accept what I cannot change and to deal with what I can or something. You know what I mean? That's not um, Alcoholics Anonymous. Oh, is it? Yes. I thought it was just like an adage. No, she I would it was say just things a little like, saying. No, she would say things like. Never build a rocking chair without 14 dowels. <laughs> no, she, she would say, that's, that's just like a bag of cats on a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I am always like amazed by, she always has these teens in her house at the kitchen table and she's always given them these words of wisdom, like how are you, you know, and they, and they immediately open up to her, which is fine, right? I would that I had that ability. But she always like the, you know, life has things in store for you that you never saw coming. Keep your family close and the people who care for you will envelop you in their love. And then they all smile and go to like some local town fete. Can you, know? you imagine sitting Nash or William, for that matter, down and trying to uh, try to have that conversation with them? I have imagined it. Literally um, be every like single the, time the I go, eye rolls. I don't think this would, I think they don't, I don't even think they'd be eye rolls. I think they'd just be looking askance, like sideways glance of like, is mom okay? Why is she oh, not? Well, I don't even have to think about it. I know from experience that before I got halfway through the first sentence, they would have walked out of the room. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. But yeah, I like... I think, you know what I was thinking of? I remember a couple of years ago seeing a tweet from someone who was basically talking about when a friend calls them to ask for advice or to vent about work that they're like, I'll like, I, what are they saying? They're saying basically like, I like to ask my friends, like, are you in a position to have a conversation with me about X? And she was like, so that I can give them the opportunity to say, I don't have the bandwidth for that right now. Like, I can't take on your emotional burden kind of thing. And it did make me think like, at what point is kind of looking after yourself and, and like minding your mental health or even kind of doing acts of self-care, when does it become like in, indulgent? And I don't just mean like in terms of a, of a massage. A massage is a bit indulgent, but I would counter that by saying the place I go to for a massage is not like your, you know, like scented candles, quiet room, super glam massage place. It's very like, it's a it's a chiropractor as well. So it's very functional. You just go into the room and they like batter you. And I do feel much better afterwards, but it's not like a super luxurious lounge around massage place. They don't have soft robes or anything. Yeah, but even if it was no. like, that's fine. I mean, honestly, I was only joking, but it did make me just oh, no, no, I know, reflect I know. upon it. But I mean, I think like, why, for example, do I kind of go, I'm not going to, I mean, actually with me, it's more, prag- again, you'll be surprised to hear more practical, like you used to time and stuff. I'm like, I'm not going to go and get my nails done. I actually hate having my nails done. But I feel like very virtuous. You know, I don't have any problem about buying nail varnish, which is actually not cheap and probably the same price as going and getting my nails done apart from the tip. Yeah, true. But like I have an abundance of nail varnishes that need to go in the in the bin, even though I cull them all the time. Like I find it very hard to give them away. But I mean, I have loads of them, but I never feel like, oh, this isn't, a, you know, you have this shade of red in four different varieties, you know? Yeah. But like why Yeah, yeah, so that doesn't feel like a waste of time or money. Yeah, but why is that, that Yeah, why is that not an indulgence when like I don't need another nail varnish? Like really if I'm actually practical, I could say I have two nail varnishes, one for my reds and one for my mauves, you know? Like if I was to be a truly practical person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas Are they the only nail polish colors you you wear? Uh no. 
I just bought a nice chocolate brown one, but I actually hate painting my own nails, so I haven't oh, got around to I using like it I like painting yet. my nails, but I don't like... I always have one fucking short nail, which, look, look, witness all these nice long nails and this one tiny short nail that got stuck in something yesterday. Um, I have a I lot of metallics. I actually only like to paint my nails if they're super short. I have a lot of met- metallics, which I like. Well, I don't have any metallics. I don't like metallics and I don't like glitter. Oh, oh, I love glitter, but I hate taking the glitter off. It's impossible to get off your nails and then they're wrecked. But I'm going to put oh, the, wear this metallic I have a glitter later. I'll give you. I'm going to wear this metallic later just for you. I'm going to wave, waggle my fingers at you like this. God, I would say I'll wear my chocolate brown, but I just, I'm so bad at doing it. It'll be everywhere and then I'll just be embarrassed. So I'm not going to bother. I'm actually going to have to cut my left nails because my right nails are all short. I've just realized I look like it. I mean, I told you I went to talk about um, with a career coach and they said, so what are you, you know, what are you projecting? Think about what you're projecting. Well, your hair isn't done. You don't have your nails done and you don't have on like expensive jewelry. And I was like, excuse me, like I'm here on casual Tuesday. And I was literally looking down at my nails like they made me so paranoid. I was like, mm, OK, this all, I suppose, does message things. I mean, I know it. It's messages interesting, things. though, because I mean, and look, if somebody listening to this is a recruiter and they disagree, please reach out. But it's interesting because I feel like that's something that American people would notice more than Irish people. Like I've noticed here, people have their nails done much more than I would have noticed in Ireland. You know what I mean? Especially in summer when they're wearing sandals, like everyone has their toenails done. And do they not at home, do you think? Like at home? I don't think so. Do they not? I mean, I don't know. Well, I'm going home now and I'm going to make everybody take their shoes off and show me. Oh my God, Beatrice, I have so many questions that you need to answer while you're home. Is this cafe still open? Is that cafe still open? Are the coffee slices in Manning's better than the coffee slices in Thunders? You'll be very busy I thought fulfilling Manning's my list. I actually, you might have to take that out because I thought Manning's closed down. I thought mom told me. Oh God, did it. Yeah, so I think you're going to have to be careful because I am going to go, I am going to go back though and I'm going to make sure that I am au fait. Um, With which, everything. Which in Irish would be words I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to be up to speed. Up to snuff? No. In Irish. Speed. Oh. I thought you just meant like what you would say in Ireland. No. I'm, that I am up to speed oh. with things so that nobody can accuse me of being out of touch, which no doubt I am. But I feel like Fort Wayne is not like that far from Ireland, you know? I mean, in many ways it is. Like the decor, the Halloween decor is out of control right now in Fort Wayne. Oh my God, we have to do that. We are doing our Halloween decor. We have to do our Halloween decor tomorrow, but we're doing it after Atlas's birthday because I didn't want his birthday to be taken over with like Halloween stuff. See, you're not you're not Irish anymore. You are morphing. You are. It's a morph. I bought spider webs. I bought a hanging corpse that's hanging from like in bound up in a spider web, and I bought two huge spiders. Like the other day, I drove by like totally normal house down the road, and I'm not even joking. They had at least. 80 pumpkins dotted around the garden. Now they were not selling pumpkins. Oh, yeah, people are going mad on the pumpkins this They're year as well. Expensive. A lot of pumpkins. I think you can get cheap ones. Like there's a place around the corner from us in Arcola that's just selling them from their garden. I think their ones are probably cheaper like than the ones you would get, for example, at the pumpkin patch or at that's, Trader Joe's. Sorry, regardless, $1 per pumpkin, which they are not. Even 2 to $3 pumpkin, that's 250 quid just for the pumpkins in your garden. That's a lot. And then what do you do with them I afterwards? I wonder if they're real pumpkins. But if they're not, where are you storing real? these 80 pumpkins? You in, you're storing them in your storage unit, obviously. Which is more than $250 a month. Is it? I mean, a it's month? a lot. It's a lot to have a storage unit, yeah. God, I didn't think it'd be that expensive. But anyway, most people here seem to have storage units for their decor and other things. I mean, on the other hand, if I wasn't having a massage, I could be investing that $150, however much it costs, into slightly fewer pumpkins than 80. But... You know, but I sorry, suppose these are all choices. Sorry, you're also not having a massage. You're not having a massage and you're not getting the pumpkins and you're not getting your nails done. No, but I'm buying the nail varnish. 
Uh, that's not as much of an indulgence, though. It is. That's that's six pumpkins right here, if they're $2 each. <laughs> $12? Yeah, that's about That nail polish has got awful expensive. Yeah, yeah. Listen, what Rosemary. things do you think, though? Like, I'm trying to think, like, you know, you know when Atlas is at the babysitter, right? There are some times that I think, okay, I could take this morning to just relax, read my book. But then that feels really indulgent. And it feels like a waste of having him at the babysitter to just relax. Even though sometimes I know if I've had a really hectic weekend or I've been working really late on Sunday and it comes to Monday, I feel like I need, a, you know, I need to take an hour, like just a breather and sit and have a coffee. And I mean, listen, I take an hour every morning to have my breakfast, but you know what I mean? But it feels like then... I should be doing things, especially if I'm paying for a babysitter in that time. And let me tell you, going for a massage while I'm paying for a babysitter does feel outrageous. It's so ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like an outrageous use of money and time. But apart from me, like who's judging you? You know what I mean? Apart from a, apart from many other people. Me? But yeah, but like what is Probably this everybody who reads my money diary. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, well that's, I mean, that's, listen, sorry to channel Claire McCabe again, but like you chose to write that money diary. <laughs> <laughs> you could have chosen I chose any to write topic. that money diary back in what 2018 and I I can't quit it now I'm just like just like the lads in Brokeback Mountain I, I can't quit you because quit people it. are obsessed with it <laughs> I would like I think you should do an update on the money diary if that's true so it's five years later five years later what I've learned doing a money diary absolutely nothing I've learned <laughs> that people love when I have a very spendy week and I get messages going, oh my God, I love this week's money diary. It made me feel way better about my own spending, right? So people love that. I have learned from Tattle that uh, people find the amount that I spend on takeaways outrageous. I mean, I've also learned that from mom. So <laughs> I know that anyway. Maybe mom is on Tattle. Oh my God. Listen, I would actually be worried that she was on Tattle, except for the fact that she would definitely be on there under her own name. She wouldn't know how to obscure <laughs> anything. So it'd be like, mom, mom, like, I know you're on. Oh, oh. You know what? I, I even, I shouldn't even be joking about this because next thing you know, someone's going to set one up with the username Claire McCabe. Oh, that would actually be brilliant. And I'm never going to know if it's her or not. Actually be brilliant. Well, you will know if it's her or not, because like, if it's remotely dealing with issues within the last six months, it won't be mom. <laughs> also, <laughs> there's nothing she'd write on there that she hasn't already told you. So like, you'd just be like, you already told me this in a phone call twice, mom. Thanks for adding it to like the public domain. That's actually true. That's actually true. Um, I've also learned that uh, my perception is that people are far less judgmental about you spending your money on alcohol, for example, than they are about you spending your money on takeaways or Starbucks. Like, because I don't spend any money on alcohol, right? Like I never go out drinking. And mm. I know like most of my friends back home would go out at least once every two weeks, maybe so, less than sorry. kids. You so know how I mean? do you know that they're more judgmental about, because you don't have it, you've never written about alcohol. So this is just, this is a supposition. Also, may I tell you, you'd be an excellent politician because my question was actually, what have you learned about yourself? Not what have you learned about people's reactions oh, to you? You didn't say about yourself. You said, what have you learned? No, about yourself. Well, you didn't say it. Well, that's what I'm clarifying. That's what I meant. Well, you wouldn't be an excellent journalist because you'd then have to clarify, and I'd be like, "Sorry, we've moved on to the next person." Well, luckily I'm Sorry, not. Sorry, Mandy at CNN, your time is up. Lucky I'm not a journalist. Um, lucky in fact, for maybe I will become a journalist. Maybe I'll become a podcaster, writer, stay-at-home writer. Maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe I'll start a money diaries, and we'll see how it goes. You are very interesting, and you have a lot of things that I think you could write about. You'd be much more interesting than me, so I recommend that you do that. Anyway, <laughs> what have I learned about myself? You're such uh, a bitch. Well, in fairness, I've been I writing fucking, this money diaries for three weeks and I'm only on... I'm only on it's hard, isn't it? 
it's not it's that, very time consuming. I'm just like, I'm not a, I, I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, what have I, I don't think I've learned anything about myself. I've learned that every time I cancel my DoorDash thinking this will stop me getting takeaways, it does not. That's what I've learned. What else could I possibly have learned? Like you I haven't have, learned how to save. I, I was going like, to say you could have like, learned how learned to manage that. money. You could have learned no. where all the great coupons are. You could have learned where the bargains are. <sighs> coupons, please. I actually have gotten very into coupons. The only problem is every time I swipe them through Kroger, none of them are valid for anything. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever watched that show extreme couponing no i haven't well i think you'd like it i mean i'm i mean would i learn a lot i mean i'm only like i've only got one set of coupons from like the supermarket that i use extreme couponing is basically like hoarders it's like people going a bit overboard and like oh. basically going i got my super like i got my supermarket job this week for 20p because i use so many coupons oh i mean that doesn't and sound they bad buy, like, and they make up and they make sure they get all the like just expired stuff that's like, oh. oh my god, I just bought yesterday in Walmart. I just bought a pack of mini chocolate eclairs because they were reduced by two dollars because they were going off that day. And Beatrice, let me tell you, they were disgusting. Oh, really? I took a bite and Beatrice, this is not like me. I spat it right into the bin. Really? What was wrong oh, with it? Oh my god, the shocked face. It just tasted disgusting. <laughs> the texture of it, it was like eating. It was like if I pulped up a whole load of cardboard and then put it together in some kind of papier-mâché concoction to make a fake eclair and then you bit into that do you know what I mean it was just gross not that I bite into papier-mâché too do often do not feel about food and drink like that sometimes though sometimes I'm like in the middle of eating something and I'm like it's not remotely satisfying it's not delicious I shouldn't finish this I should have something else and then I go there's nothing else to have so I finish it you know instead of just going like that's just go in the bin no I can honestly say no. The only time I am halfway through eating something and I, st- I start to go off it is when I'm eating a banana. <laughs> and I just, if I start thinking about the texture, then I'm like, no. Can't what eat is this like banana food. theme? Oh. Did you not already, was it this episode where you described how you were, how you were walking down the street and people didn't know if you were a boy or a girl, you oh, shouted yeah. back, I'm a banana. <laughs> uh, maybe that was the last episode. I can't remember. But anyway, yeah, well, you know, when you're eating a banana and like, I can only eat now a just like a barely ripe oh, banana yeah. once it gets even more ripe candy it's too squidgy have you always been like this yeah because so have i i can only eat green bananas and like i really hate the furry no mm, yuck it's, yuck, it's yuck, not yuck. it's like it's also like it's it's chalky and it gets stuck on the back of my t- of the tongue of the, like disgusting. the back of my tongue halfway disgusting. down my throat and even even as i'm feeding these overripe bananas to the baby i have to stop myself from making a disgusted face i'm like yum yum Eat it. It's so soft and delicious. Now, Gross. I do love caramelized bananas and banana waffles, which are because the wa- cause the banana goes very banana soft. Banana waffles are nice, yeah. And like and it totally changes texture because all the sugars come out in it and it is delicious. All the sugars come out in it. Who are you now? Like your one Samin Nosrat who wrote salt, fat, acid, heat or what whatever is, her name is. is. Your all the sugars come out of the banana. I'm Sorry. Nadia and I say things like actually Bo does a great Nadia impression when he's cooking yeah why are you so aggressive today Bo does a great with me I mean so mean I'm just like I'm just talking about bananas and their sugars Uh, Bo does a great Nadia impression in the kitchen when he's making the eggs that he's always making everybody's gonna love these everybody's gonna love these eggs are for everyone my family loves eggs and you're like my husband and my children they're absolute favorite yeah yeah, but he doesn't like. He just dad is obsessed with going. Nadia and also obsessed with Nadia's budget obsession. 
Very thrifty. Great value. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For less than 20p. Well, that's because dad is not great with the old budget. I wonder what dad would learn from doing a money diary. Oh. I also would like to know what dad would learn from wearing an Apple watch. Like, should stand up more often. Oh, that's mean. You're on, you're well, because it reminds you every hour or something. Time you're on stand. rare form today. You're in rare form today. Oh. I was thinking we should actually get dad an Apple watch because you know now it has fall detection. So if he ever topples off oh. a ladder, it'll alert someone. That's a good idea. You know, though, I oh. have learned already after doing my two days of money diaries, which I actually have to finish this week so that you can publish it, is that I'm have no idea how much things cost. I'm like that. I know I spent seven mm. something, but like not, I don't know 732. Should I know that? Like it was a yeah. hassle. No, I mean, Beatrice, every week I go through my every bank account and I go, okay, on Monday on, on my debit card, I spent 26 32 in Kroger and that was, and then I have to try and remember everything. You're misunderstanding my question. Oh, was like, would somebody who is extremely conscientious with their bank account well, I mean, I am conscientious of my bank account, but like I go, that was seven something. Would, are there people out there who would go, I remember distinctly that was 737. Oh, no, I don't think so. They might be. No, I think they'd have to go over their stuff. Well, yeah, it's a hassle. I should have written it all down as I was doing it because I'm like, this is a pain. I wasn't really prepared it's for this. It's a pain. I should never have started doing this. Let me tell you. Well, I mean, I would if think I go five back years time. later, do you not like have a notebook that you keep all these things written down and jot them down as you do them? Because that would be- Yeah, I do actually. That would be a tip for you. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. Actually, as I'm going on the week, like I, I actually have a, like I, I developed a kind of an Excel spreadsheet on my phone. So I put in everything in the day in the shop and which card I put it on and everything. Look at you So smirking. I have everything there at my fingertips. Look just in case you. I forget. I'll tell you, I have been impressed by myself this year. I'll tell you what I did develop. An Excel spreadsheet for the kids' school absences. And I have an Excel spreadsheet oh. that says like, Bo is at the doctor this day. Do I have a doctor's note? Yes. Did I submit that doctor's note? Yes, no. Oh. And that has allowed me to keep oh. track of it so that I don't, because last year I feel like they were marked absent because school notes were not sent in for them. Doctor oh, notes. I get you. Yeah, yeah. And so at the oh. end of the year, like I couldn't go anywhere with them or take them out because you can only have a certain number of, you know, parent excused absences. And where most of them were actually doctor, ex- doctor visits, et cetera, mm-hmm. um, they were marked as parent excused. So at the end, I got a letter back saying like Nash has been out for 10 days and he hadn't been, you know, he had like... And- and how many parent excused ones are you allowed? Ten. Do you know? Oh, that doesn't seem like a lot. It isn't a lot for the whole year, especially because parent excuse is also like, I'm up vomiting and I'm not going to the doctor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I have a cold. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I'm not at the doctor. He has a terrible cough, whatever. He has diarrhea. Yeah, yeah, because like sometimes I do bring them to the doctor for that reason. So they'll get the doctor's note. But then you're like, I'm paying 70 quid <sighs> for you to have a cold. Like, so you have a cold. So it's more if, they, if they're out for more than one day, I'll bring them to the doctor for that reason. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. God. But anyway, back to me. I had that uh, Excel spreadsheet that I made. And yesterday I was like, this is now life changing. So maybe I should make Excel spreadsheets for other things. Maybe I should make the Excel spreadsheet for my money diaries so that I can actually not have to go back and spend hours. I can ju- I can just share mine with you. Oh, thanks a lot. Big wink. <laughs> Are you not going to mind now when I'm a journalist blogger and I have my own money diaries? No, I'm going to think that's great, Beatrice. You should set up a Substack as well. I'll actually refer you. I think I get like a ten dollar bonus if you if you sign up to Substack through my link. So so I'll oh, send you a link down. That's in a minute. real kind and of you. Shove it up your fucking nose. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Once I've set all those things up, do you know it'd be great. I'll move over. I'll drive over to your house and I'll install myself in your bedroom. Just take over your life, single white sister. 
That's actually, that actually be fine. Like, I'll happily get into bed. You can come over here and do my work. <laughs> no, I'll be doing I'll, my I'll, own I'd work. I'd happily retire from my life. I'll be doing my own work. You'll suddenly just be, you'll find yourself marginalized in your own house. You'll be like sitting going, There's, why is there no room for me at the table? You'll come around the corner there. I'll be having dinner. Oh, the dinner that I made grand. Your, oh, for God's oh God, sake. That'd be great. <laughs> You're going to make the dinner and everything. Oh my God, this is brilliant. Come over right now. <laughs> This is great news. I'll just be upstairs reading my book. Okay, this is not working the way I had planned. <laughs> I'll be like, she's supposed to look more threatened. <laughs> this has been Not Without My Sister. You can get us on Patreon, patreon.com slash notwithoutmysister. You can follow us on Instagram at notwithoutmysister. We love you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Not Without My Sister is recorded in studio in Fort Wayne by Don Kirkland, who also wrote our theme tune. And the original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. 